This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everybody into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Thursday of Seahawks week here at the Star in Frisco and the team for the third row in a week, third straight week. You get that right? Yeah. We go there. You'll get that. Hard hard on Thursday. You know that, guys? (laughs) And so they're practicing outside again. Yes. When winning streaks happen like that, you see (laughs) things like this. And I know that there's no superstitions they would ever say but hey gotta get ready for that indoor stadium this weekend <laughs> right the climate's that, a little better this weekend i asked that question about that one day you asked that last week so but three weeks ago i asked him about practicing outside is there any third com- week in a row any commerce right? going on in ford center uh we we played no I don't know. I haven't looked. No, they we, block we, off the times for practices. In there's there. no parties. No, no, but see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We had SMU play last night, but they were using it. They were using it during practice times for their bowl game. How about Frisco, by the way? Just real quick, this burgeoning metropolis that we've got here. They got a bowl game playing just down the street. It's called Frisco Bowl Game too. You yeah. got to respect that. <laughs> now, did you guys catch it at all? I saw SMU got off to a terrible start. <laughs> I saw the score in the <laughs> second half. I was like, Ugh. you gotta love sponsorship into football games because when they went to go kick the the field goals, up comes the net. Gildan with a giant. T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. Like, okay, it can just be Frisco bowl game, but you're gonna get all your money from Gildan. Gotta get it. Gotta oh, yeah. get it all. But oh, no, all state does it during the other bowl. Oh games, yeah, right. They do it up. But yeah, no, the outdoors again. I think Garrett was talking about it's just too pretty of a day. 67 degrees, right, Sonny? I figured something was going on in the Ford Center. No, he, oh, they're, on a, they're on a superstitious roll right on a now. on streak, man. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Streak time. He won't admit it. And I, and I asked him that. I asked him that question. I said, hey, well, you know, creatures of habit, you know, this and that. And he's, no, 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 just taking an opportunity. You know, like, They even oh. put the, the scoreboard up on the tower. Yeah. They got to do their two-minute drill today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At 23-20, they're down. Yeah, they're down. Better gotta find a way. Got to get back. Field goal or a touchback from <laughs> Jeff Heath. No one knows that <laughs> A walk-off touchback. There you go. We've never seen that before. Well, guys, you're talking about this three-game win streak. Well, it's time to feed Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott practiced for the first time yesterday. But we're still watching other guys. Demarcus Lawrence, your newly minted pro bowler, yeah. is most likely not going to practice today or not do anything. But he's but out there. Yeah. He's out so there. That's a good that's a good sign. Went yeah. through the walkthrough. Yeah. Just trying to manage him, I think, most likely to get him to the game. Tough guy. I mean, if he's if he can play, he'll play. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think a lot of people have kind of credited his success this year to being fully healthy because they were talking about, you know, at the end of the year last year, he was Hanging on by a thread there. Yeah, he really was. He had to have that surgery pretty quickly into the offseason. He could have shut it down October, November, and just – I think he felt bad that he sat out four games suspended and said he owed it to the team. That's leadership right there. Yeah, absolutely. Some guys will shoot it down. Shoot it down? Shut it down. Shut it down? They'll shut it down. Are yeah. You, are you implying somebody I, in I particular? Just said some guys will shut it down. I That's just thought I'd all ask. I said. It's my follow-up question. Well, you know, we've talked <laughs> a lot this week so that you far are. about yeah. Orlando Skandrick possibly be being done the pa- next two games, and he's limited. Yeah. He could return. Orlando Skandrick yes. is, yeah, yesterday kind of got. thinks he looks better. Kind of got wind that he was doing some scout team stuff. So that's a good sign. If, he, if he's coming back in, in that way, um, you know, again, this time of year, it's all hands on deck. We know that. I'm not telling anybody something they already don't know. Uh, but, you know, they've got they've got some young guys playing very well. I think he acknowledges that the young guys are playing well. And, you know, he's got to get healthy and get back and contribute when he can. Hopefully, uh, it will be sooner than later. I think it's highly questionable. Okay. Mickey's now taking the approach. And I, I, don't, <laughs> disagree, I don't disagree with him, though. I, I, I was taking I was taking the high road because everybody thinks that I hate Skandrick, you know. Yeah, but you're a professional. I mean, you're gonna. I try. Yeah. I, so wait, highly questionable what to play? To play. You don't think he's gonna play? No. If he doesn't play this week, he's not gonna play the rest of the year. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Which is fair because the. Le- I should have just went ahead and said that, but then again, oh, you said that. You said. Well, that yeah, but but it's it's when I do this, it's like I'm being critical of Skandrick, and this is I'll, I will be critical of this though. I will say this. He is a captain, you know, and this is what bothers me 
about his captainship, that the fact that, that, you know, if you're a captain, you're looked at as a leader. You're looked at as trying to help the team win, you know. And, and if, if you can't go, you can't go. I get it. But if you look at also, though, the history of this injury, you know, he plays a position where he doesn't have to play every single play. Yeah. He, he, he's not getting attacked. Quarterbacks have come back, and they play every single play. I question, though, the captaincy. That's what I'm doing. How, I think that if a guy like Barry Church was a captain last week, I think Barry Church, Barry Church tried to play with a broken forearm, you know, basically. Yeah. No, I so think- I, I, I'm just trying to say is that I'm a little uh, – that, that's upsetting to me. That you know you're fighting for your lives right now, and to to just I'm taking Mickey's point and going a little further with it. Yeah. That that to me you know I I you know get out there try and help do what you have to do. But you don't think that he showed enough to the team because they're the ones who voted on it. That that's that's now that you have to that's another that's another question another conversation yeah. for another that's day. That's some lemonade. That's a that's a bunch of lemonade down the road. But this is what I captains to me do whatever they take to show. Now, you could say oh, he had the hand injury and all that and he played through that. Granted, that great job. And I think that we've been very complimentary of him when he's played well. Kansas City game, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah. But you they need you now. They, you know, they, they, and Rob said that, I think you said this yesterday, his point was veterans. You want veterans on the field when things are going, you know, when things are happening. You know, this is not going to be an easy game because just from the fact that they're, they're, that the way the Seahawks play and scramble drills and guys running all over the place, you better have veteran players on the field that are going to make plays. Yeah. Yep. And so that bothers me. Is that aspect bothers me. the most passing yards that Russell Wilson has had to have in a season? And a lot of it's because who's his Mickey run Mickey said game? he threw right. the ball 500 times, yeah. I believe, if I'm right. He can't he is, run the ball. Yeah. He's throwing it everywhere. So if you can get your secondary nice and feel, okay, we've got this covered. You know, maybe this guy's a little beat up, but at least we have depth. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why they're throwing it as much as they are. Yeah. They have to. Mm-hmm. If, he, if, he, if he could help it play in right corner, I would hope that he would have been out there. And again, I hey. Well, he's got a back injury. Yeah, I get it. Broken I, bones. I get it. But there's also, you know, what are you doing? I mean, is it how important is it really to you to do this? But is it? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm gonna play a devil's advocate here. You can is, feel is, free. Is it all up to him? I mean, how much of it is is the training staff and the medical that look at him and say last week and just say you're not there yet to where you can function out there? He doesn't want to hurt the team either if he's out there and he really can't. It's one of those weird... Function the way he normally does. It's one of those weird injuries, though, because they have to listen to him. Yeah. It's like a... You know, you can test the strength of a hamstring and, and say, you know, I think you're, we can let you do this. Right. But with this particular injury, it's not like he's got bones crumbling yeah. in his back and they're loose. It's just got a crack in them. Yeah. No, but you can watch him. Well, and yeah. see how but, he's moving. But and- you can control what you do yeah. and what you say. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll we'll see. I appreciate you being because I, I'm the one of the panel that is I, always on him. I just well, I just think and I and, I and I'm not trying to be that way. I'm just trying to say these game. It's come down to you need everybody playing. And it, it, if he were to come out and say I can't play, it's too painful. I respect that because he did show up and play with a busted hand. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you you brought up the point. These, these young kids out there playing, and God bless them, they're playing the best they can. But it would be nice to have somebody with some experience playing in this game that has faced uh, these receivers. In the secondary. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want Orlando Skandrick on the field against Russell Wilson, if, if at all possible. Yes. I, I just want to point out, he's played through some stuff. I mean, he did last year. He had a bunch of kind of nagging stuff that, that he tried to play through last year coming off the knee injury. So Then that's kind of why I'm asking why not now. I, That's my point. Well, I mean, because we have seen him show up and play. Are we for certain that he? I mean, you say highly questionable. I'm not. I just ruling him out this it, week yet. It, it, it's just the. I don't know. My perception. I don't know. Just kind of listening and yeah. watching and. That's Mickey, what I you're get. usually not wrong with your perceptions on that. I I just just kind of what I get. Okay. But, you know. I think it's a good sign that he got you, out there and did something but yesterday, you, though. Yeah, but the stuff you just said is valid. What he did before, yeah, but that was before three rookies were out there and yeah, kind of 
playing, playing well. prominent roles and yeah. playing pretty well. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's again the captaincy ship to me. What games has Kendrick missed the past two? Yes. The last two. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he yeah. missed the Raiders and then he missed the gosh from why can't Giants. He? Giants. So I mean, you know, you're looking at the quarterbacks. You got okay. Who was the Giants? He couldn't throw to anyone. Sterling Shepard was questionable up until game time. Derek Carr, you know, he was trying to get his receivers going. But now you have someone, you know, as Mickey's pointed out, the passing quarterback, Russell Wilson, guy who scrambles, can get anything to anyone down the field. These corners need that help. In, this, you know. And you they could have used it last week. Yeah. I mean, Derek not, Carr got it rolling oh, in the Derek second half. You do, not want, yeah, you do not want to see 55-yard pass interference penalties be given up in this game. You do not want to see 55-yard completions. And that's what I'm saying with Skandrick, though, if he played – you know, you, maybe you don't get a guy that's peeking in the backfield or loses his guy or knows, hey, in coverage, I mean, he's going to play his assignment. He's going to do what he has to right, do. Right, exactly. See, that's that's where Rob's point was well made yesterday. And I and I am I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you know what, just because young kids are playing, well, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of the team. I'm thinking of, hey, what is our best chance to win this football game? You know, and it's getting your best players out on the field. And you know, and 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 Mickey is Mickey has kind of thrown something out there that is absolutely correct. Well, I hear you, but on the other hand, David Irving is giving his own update on his health. He's of course, he has been out with concussion, yeah. but he took to Twitter and said, "Mentally, I'm fine. I'm still having headaches every day. It's hard to put a finger on how long I'll be out. I'm taking it day by day." Well, does mentally <laughs> that doesn't encompass headaches? <laughs> That's the mind, isn't it? I don't know. Well, are the, is, I is, 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 is he referencing saying. like those cognitive type I tests? Think, that he's... I think he's saying I I I recognize stuff. I see yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, he's I, I'm not that's dingy, he's saying, like, but I'm still having Mickey, headaches. Mickey said it again yesterday. The answer that Jason Garrett gave on that was he's not he's not responding correctly to the questions he's being asked. Yeah, that is it. Once you say, "Hey, well, David." I don't know what the questions are, but you know, once and he gives some answer, you're like, "Whoa, that's not good." And it's better, and it's it's a little more deeper than how many yeah. fingers do I have, yeah. up, like they used to in the old days. These, yeah. these, and the answer was always the same. Yeah, these doctors and trainers do a great job here, and they're not going to let anybody play that's not ready to play. Right. Well, we all maybe want. that should say about Scandrick too. So, yeah. do we have any? <laughs> and no one's really asked um, what they thought of how. Ash has filled in these last couple games. Well, while we're still on injuries, let's get to Tyron Smith because we're talking about guys we definitely need out there. And he is not expected to practice again today. This is Tyron Smith, five-time Pro Bowler now. What do we think about this week? Is is it still just an out sign you're throwing up there, Bren? Oh, no, I'll let Rob comment if he wants to real quick or Mickey. I'm worried about this one. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I feel like I've talked too much uh, as is. No. I mean, you know, I think I think sometimes these injuries pique other discussions. I wish I, I wish I'd be, I, I just can I say this? I'd, I'd be surprised. I, I entered the week being I'd be surprised if he practiced at all this week. Doesn't mean that necessarily he couldn't try to give it a go pregame, but you know, knee sprain. And given the other stuff he's had, I just don't see them trying to put him on the field for a bunch of practice snaps. And, and is he even ready to get out there and, and function? I thought I thought Jason didn't understand Todd's question when he asked about him and a brace yeah i thought what todd was saying i I know he's hurt can he play with a brace with a brace right can you brace it up and he'll be okay and i think jason was interpreted it as should he wear a brace all the time to prevent injuries and i think that wasn't the question because that's what i thought it's like hey tape a brace on there and Mm. tell him to do the michael irvin thing and stand for three seconds yeah that's all i need out of you three seconds yeah i think to me and this is just me my matchups today going up on DallasCowboys.com, I wrote about I wrote about Byron Bell playing against Frank Clark. Mm. That's what I did. Well, it's good to know that because if that's most likely going to be the situation, you better be prepared. Yeah, you better be and you know, and, and hey, you've you know, we've you know, coach even talked about some of the stuff on the walk off with Jonathan Cooper and how they've improved in in that area as well. You're gonna need you're gonna need one of your best games against from from Byron Bell. You are. He's a veteran guy. He's been in through these battles. You know, this is very similar to the kind of cat he dealt with last week with Bruce Irving. You know, b- b- quickness, but maybe with this guy a little bit more power. 
So, you know, be ready for that. But they've got to find ways to help him. You, you can't let it be a 65-play game and all of a sudden five plays affect how you, uh, how you win this game or lose this game. Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. So be prepared for the 12 personnel, 13 personnel. Hey, number 21, get to chip a little bit this week. You know, go hit somebody. You know, that's some of the stuff that's going to have to happen in this football game with Byron Bell playing left tackle. Mm-hmm. Or at least run right at him. Make them yeah, play the, the, the run. The, the, now, this is where Mickey's absolutely right, and this is where I put it in my, in my thoughts. Number one thing, he's not playing in Seattle right now, which is good. Crowd noise is huge there. We all know that. You guys all experienced the crowd there. That's going to help Byron Bell, A. Second thing is Cowboys running game. That will help him even more. Pound at him, pound at him, pound at him. Keep running the football. We've seen it with Jacksonville. We've seen it with the Rams. Use your running game to slow their rush down. That's on both sides. That's on both sides. I mean, both defensive ends. Slow their defense down. Don't turn this into a game where you're having to throw. If that turns into that, then you're in trouble. Yeah, we all know the rushing yards were huge for the Rams this past week, but what were the rushing yards when the Jags played? Same thing. Same thing. They had – it's Jaguars rushed as a team for 156. Right. Yeah. Fournette had 101 and Oof. touchdown. So basically, they've given up 400 yards in the last two games, rushing 253 to uh, Gurley and Fournette and four rushing wow. touchdowns. Wow. I got a stat for you from the it, Seattle is it, News is it, Tribune. Is it Pete Carroll's 100 yard rushers? Yeah. Okay. They haven't allowed a 100 yard rusher in three straight games since 2006. Yeah. That's pre Carroll, right? Yeah. That's pre Carroll, right? I mean, that's insane. Holmgren. Holmgren. That's yeah. right. That's right. So wow. that's what they're facing right now. And and Pete Carroll spoke to it in the conference call upstairs um, with the media yesterday. This has been like a playoff type run. They face some really good running games, some really good offenses, and they've just tried to, you know, withstand it. And they know exactly what they're up against this week. And it's, it's Zeke. Oh, hey, this is a this is for sure a playoff elimination game for both teams this week. And if you have to give up Christmas Eve, at least you're at home and at least you got a game to watch and you have Ezekiel Elliott back yep. here. Yeah, so. but they're having they're having some injury problems themselves. They are. Right? KJ oh, Wright. Yeah, yeah. They, the they're banged. Yeah. Now supposedly yeah. he's fine. Bobby Wagner's trying to play through a hamstring, hamstring right. And it's almost like Sean Lee being out. Right. I I, I read something like when uh, they've allowed 67 points since he hurt in the last five quarters since he hurt his hamstring. Now, he tried to play through it last week. And he got questioned by his own teammate. And he got questioned yeah. by Earl Thomas. Right. Hey, we hey, could have done that. you're ahead of yourself, man. We got Hawkeye coming up in the second segment. Well, I'm just, I'll just i preview what Hawkeye needs to be talking about then. Because, you tell us. Uh, you tell us. Because I thought you wanted to talk about Richard Ash next. No. Oh, no. I, I, yeah. yeah I, I'll, they yeah. got lots to talk about. Yeah. But when they start snipping at each other in the in the media, you, you got problems. Oh, well, we got it all laid out for you. So get into Richard Ash. What was your question on that? No, I want to know how he's played. I think Richard Ash has been okay. I don't think there's anything really spectacular about Richard Ash. I worried about Richard Ash when he got the role of being not very active, just being very sluggy, very just hang in there and just kind of get blocked. He's not David Irving. He's not David Irving. Different no. kind of player. No, he's a totally different player. But but what you what, what you get with Richard Ash is he's given you a little bit of mobility. That's the thing. I, I love the fact when when Malik Collins can play the one and David Urban can play the three. I like it. Be- I liked it even better when uh, Terrell McLean played the three and and Collins played the one. But you know, with with Ash, I just worried about him being a guy that was constantly getting blocked. Yeah, and it, and it hasn't always been the case. Is he is he is he the most athlete? No, he's not. But does he give you something the inside though, where he gives you the ten fifteen plays? where you can give somebody a little bit of rest and he's not killing you. Now, Mickey will tell you this, and he's right about this. When they put those guys in at the 10-yard line coming out and all of a sudden the ball gets driven, well, you know, it's not all Richard Ash, but he's on the field for some of that. But I'm just saying, though, he hasn't been as just like a, a, a just a fence post out there. Yeah. You know, he's, he's shown a little mobility. He's shown a little bit of awareness, and that's really, I think, what you have to hope for. Before we go to break, Mickey, Richard Ash is absent from Cowboys practice today. What happened? Tyron Smith, Richard Ash, and David Irving were the Cowboys' only absentees at practice on Thursday. Lyle Collins, Demarcus Lawrence, and Orlando Skandrick all on hand and working through warm-ups. Now, they were, they were using him at the one. 
Yeah, at the one, at the one. Moved Collins over. Uh, to yeah, the he practiced yesterday. There might be a sickness here. You know, we, you know it might be it some is type that of bug. Time of year. Yeah, winter solstice, if yeah. you would. Yes, yes. But, yes. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a bug. But he, he, I know he practiced full yesterday. So, uh, can I ask you real quick how Dayton Jones is done? See, that's a little bit different. You know, he had the penalty. What Coach was talking about, and this is absolutely right. He's always been kind of a three-four player, and so your mentality is really a two as a two-gap player. And so they've had to kind of coach him on what to be, how to play a 4-3 a three, a three scheme where you attack gaps. Where you're moving. Where you're moving. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I think there I, – I, I like what I've seen from him as far as the mobility part of it. And, and I'll tell you what, he's strong. If you remember the Giants game of him getting the tackle for loss and taking the guard directly back into the, into the backfield there, that's what you get. I didn't think he was that strong. But he he is I mean he is a strong guy and that's why they're able people thought well maybe he's a defensive end no he, he he's really he's done a nice job playing as a rotational three and an occasional one uh, for you there so he got almost thirty snaps last week so and he's going to get thirty more right. get ready yeah and, and then they bid move and then they started moving Crawford inside right and brought Lawrence over to the right defensive end spot so Taco. Yeah, is getting a lot of snaps. That's at that good. Left defensive end. That's spot. good. And keep an eye on this Seattle guard situation. Posick, the rookie from LSU, is not a strong player. And then they've had, and then uh, Luke Jokel has had problems as well. Hey, great segue, Brian. Because when we come back, Mickey, what do we got? We got Hawkeye coming up next. We'll be right back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. A true cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. All right. Well, we previewed it. Hawkeye and unfortunately, Mickey, no, I couldn't get the zoo to donate any, any hawks for this segment, but... What we're going to do is we're going to run through the Seahawks as far as what you need to know. We've already kind of given you a little bit of heads up. Got to keep your eye on the guards. Right. But Mickey, first in this segment, give us the practice report update from the Seattle Seahawks. Well, since you asked, mm-hmm. right um, in the of note, Northwest. Bobby Wagner, and now they only did a walkthrough yesterday, so these are estimations mm-hmm. of what would have happened. Why did they do a walkthrough? Uh, maybe he wanted to give them some pretty banged up, pretty banged up team. They're tired. Where'd they? They were at home. Yep, home against for the Rams. Three straight. Yeah, they got. They, no, they they were in Jacksonville for the. Oh, that's previous right. Week. That's yeah, right. they got drilled. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wagner hamstring would not have practiced. He's been trying to th- play through a, a hamstring that he. Uh, 
re-injured against uh, Jacksonville. Michael Bennett did not practice with a knee, so they've got some problems. Their tight end, Nick Vanette, uh, shoulder would have been limited. Uh, the good news for him is uh, K.J. Wright looks like he's cleared the concussion protocol, so uh, that'll help out their line. It's amazing. You lose your linebackers, and all of a sudden your defense becomes porous. Yeah. Imagine that happening. Yeah. As We've seen it here. So, yes, <laughs> as we've, we've talked about, guys, they have won four of their last five on the road. But last three straight at home have been all L's for them. And, and Mickey, you brought up Bobby Wagner, and that's where we have to get into next. The drama that is stirring up for the Seahawks. You see this sometimes when things aren't going right for everyone in their season. Of course, Earl Thomas is pretty much the quarterback of that defense. And uh, Bobby Wagner took to Twitter, kind of called him yeah. out, quickly deleted a tweet about like, hey, watch it. Yeah, I'm just jealous I'm getting... Keep my name out of your mouth. Yeah, kind of thing. type of thing. And, you know, eh, I'm... All this bickering, though, the unit is only 17th in the NFL in stopping the run, allowing 112.9 yards per game. Yeah. Well, Earl Thomas came out after the game and said we probably could have played with a backup as well as he played. Yeah. And Wagner shot back at him, and then I guess yesterday they tried to make nice in the locker room. Yeah. Play with a backup? Yeah. What do you mean? He meant that he, meant like he didn't. He didn't play with. He was. Them. He was too hurt. He shouldn't have been out there. He's like yeah. you said. The guy tried to play through the injury. Scandrick, kind of my point. He's not ready to go. Don't throw him out there. Sure, but okay. Yeah, but you know what? That is interesting that they're doing that in public, but you know, kind of getting after each other. But that's kind of what they do. Like they've, they've. Sherman. That team, yeah, Sherman. That ESPN piece came out in the off season about Sherman Russell Wilson. That team kind of feeds off that. You know, they're, they're a feisty bunch. Mike Bennett, all those guys. Yeah, that's the thing to worry about is like, okay, if uh, Bobby Wagner feels like he has something to prove this week, is he going to do it against the Cowboys? Yeah. Try to do it especially I don't know that he has anything to prove. He's just trying to play through an injury. Yeah. Well, just a little friendly competition with Earl Thomas here. Yeah, sure, I'll show old like, Earl Thomas show him I, I can play. What yeah. I got. Yeah, are, you guys, are you guys nervous about this game? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. Seattle, you said it too, well, they're a prideful team. let me get into it. Are you nervous about them more offensively or defensively? And I think a lot of people would say the easy answer there is offensively with all these injuries on yeah. defense. But they're only averaging 22.9 points right yeah. now. And this is a team that was heavy hitters. Usually you'd expect 30-plus in most games. They're also undisciplined, having – Already given away a thousand and a hundred yards in penalty, it tops the NFL. Yeah, the Cowboys have only given up eight hundred yards in offensive penalties. Eighteenth. See, this is there's. I think there's a couple different fronts that you need to worry about the Seahawks. I think you need to worry about a group that has been bickering, because usually those boys are as tight as thieves. Exactly. You know, usually they have each other's backs. They, like it's the sense, like, hey, I can call you a dummy, but yeah. if anyone else calls you a dummy, right? You're, you're not, not, yeah. It's it, yeah. Don't don't go after one of my teammates on Twitter. I'll block you in a heartbeat. I think that's kind of where the, their attitude. I know it's that's pretty general way of saying things, but I think these guys are very very close. I do worry about the fact that their their backs are against the wall. I, I do. That's a talented group of players. They've struggled the last two weeks. Jacksonville was bad. They lost their composure in that game. They were embarrassed in the Rams game. I, I don't think, you know, someone asked me today if, they, if, the, if the Seahawks had quit. I don't think there's any quit right now in the Seahawks. I really, really don't. Especially, you know, the Rams are likely going to win that division. But they, they need to figure out that, you know, they can come here and spoil Dallas's season. They very easily can do that. I do worry about Russell Wilson running around. I do worry about him throwing the football. I do worry about the Cowboys not covering anybody very well. You know, I mean, we've seen pass rush from the Cowboys, but Jason Garrett even said it today. Didn't do a very good job of getting Carr on the ground last week. You can't afford not to get Russell Wilson on the ground. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be a problem. I, and I do worry, and you say 22 points a game, but I just worry about the big play. Will the Cowboys continually – will the Cowboys, when they were losing those games, especially against the Chargers, what was it? The big play. That was, you know, a lot of guys running free in the secondary, a lot of open guys. They can't afford that in this game, you know, because Seattle will embarrass you that way. With Doug Baldwin in that group, Richardson, they will embarrass you if you don't cover them. And Russell Wilson running around throwing the football, he will embarrass you. So, yeah, I think you should be very, very nervous on both fronts in this football game. I'm with Brian. This is a team, the core of those guys have played in some big games. Yeah, Been in championship moments. They've been through this type of situation before. 
Uh, I would not write them off, but they offensively, they've got to get off to a better start. They've had two straight games with no points in the first half, scoreless. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah mm, playing Offensive Zeke, line has been a big problem. On right. the road, they've got to, you know, they can't get behind early against Dallas. Can't do it. I'm going to say four names, and we're going to do our own little Twitter poll quickly here on All this. Right. On the show, I say four names, and I want you guys to tell me who you think could be the biggest game changer against the Cowboys. Doug Baldwin, who is on pace for over a thousand yards in 2017, he has 866 currently, yeah. 67 receptions. Mm-hmm. Next one is a guy we've already kind of previewed, Earl Thomas, two interceptions, but you know, don't buy that. He's he's still a beast. Ball hawk. Ball hawk. Michael Bennett, Frank Clark. Kind of a combined guys because together they have 15.5 combined sacks on the season. And of course, Russell Wilson, who accounts for 33 of Seattle's 34 offensive touchdowns. So, uh, you want to start first, Rob? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the the two guys up front for them, Clark, Clark, Clark. and ben- yeah, because with the injuries that Seattle has at linebacker and especially in the secondary, they're the ones that are going to have to set the tone and win their matchups up front. And it, it's kind of Brian spoke to it yesterday. Oakland was kind of in that position. You know, they got some issues at other parts of their defense, but the strength is the ability to get up the field and get to the quarterback. So that's how they're going to affect things defensively, I think. Those guys got to get past Byron Bell, maybe Tyron, uh, Lyle Collins as well. Who you got, Brian? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that you know, Russell Wilson is what the Seattle Seahawks are. You know, their defense obviously has been compromised especially the last couple of weeks, but he's the reason why they hang in games. He's the reason, his ability, his toughness, their offensive line has been a big problem for them. John Snyder knows he has to fix that. He just can't do it right now. They've tried to add some guys, some pieces. It's just not good enough. But Russell Wilson has the ability to win a football game, especially if it becomes close, especially if it's tight. You know, like Rob said, he's been in big games. He's, he's done well in big games. This is a big game for both teams. And he knows if he has to put it on his back, he'll put it on his back. He's not afraid of the spotlight. I do worry about his ability to run the football, uh, to scramble, to make those loose plays, to do things when you, when you have him in third down situations and, they, and you can't get him off the field. That could be a problem in this football game. So I do worry about Russell Wilson quite a bit. I feel better, though, that it looks like Hitchens is going to be able to play in this game. Mm-hmm. That That's key to have him and Sean Lee, if they're both on the field at the same time, that that's stabilizes things in the middle. Yeah. Okay, out of those four names, who you got? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Not only is he their leading passer, he's their leading rusher. Right. So whatever they're going to do offensively, and that's amazing because without his 521 yards rushing, they've got less than – a thousand yards rushing in fourteen games with everybody else. It's yeah. funny how their offense has completely done a one eighty since beast mode. I mean, it's well, they it's, thought it's Russ's offense now. They they thought they were going to get beast mode too when they when they got Lacey. Yeah, and he's been a bust. Can't even get on the field. I was reading stuff where he may not even be active. Yeah, and he's listed as their third string running back, and you know they spent three and a half million dollars on him. McKissick is the kid that they use quite a bit. I wrote about him in the Under the Radar guy on DallasCowboys.com. Check him out. He's kind of their third down guy, their jack of all trades player. If I could say one more thing, uh, Tay, I think the names you gave, you know, this is going to be a little bit about Earl Thomas too, too in this game, because if the if the Seahawks are going to be able to affect the way they play the run. They've got to get the extra guy down, and that's Earl Thomas. They don't have Cam Chancellor anymore to be that guy. So if the Cowboys do have success running the football, there's going to be a lot of collisions between number 21 and number 29 in this football game. It's just the way it's going to play out. You know, we, we thought maybe, too, with, you know, when the, you go back to the Giants, when Ezekiel played against the Giants, we always talked about Landon Collins. Landon Collins being that guy, coming down, coming down, coming down. You can't always account for those guys. And if the, the way that Thomas plays, the craftiness, the physicality which he plays. Now, he's missed some tackles, though, too. So, I mean, it, it might be an all-day affair between him and Ezekiel Elliott uh, if the Cowboys get that uh, get the running game going. That, that can be terrifying. Yeah. Right. Who you got? Oh, I, I have to go with Russell Wilson. I think that he's going to be like, look, I got defensive guys fighting. I'm pretty much doing everything here, and I'm going to continue doing everything so that I can hoist up that MVP trophy at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Earned himself a Pro Bowl spot, right? Oh, he yeah. did. You're yeah. right. You're right. 
Well, before we get to what's going on in the locker room here at the Star, we're going to get to the phone lines. We have Josh from McKinney on the line. Josh, what's your question? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, well, this is more of a observation um, of the whole season. Um, on offense, we don't do well on third and long, particularly like third and seven and longer. And I notice a lot of the times, um, the receivers are not running routes that's past the first down marker. And I wanted to know, is that attested to the play design or is that more of an instinct thing? Because when I played peewee football, the coach always said if it's third third down, if you're running a route, go past the first down marker. Sure. And, and I see that a lot of the times, with, whether it's Cole Beasley, Jason Whitten, Terrence Williams or Dez, um, Dak will just uh, check it down and he'll get three yards. And then I'm like, nobody ran routes past the marker. So is that player instinct or is that just how the play call is designed? Okay, great question. Fair points. Routes go past markers and have to come back for ball? You know, I think what happens is the perception is that that's what happens. Yeah. But – a lot of times when the guys are past the marker and yeah. not open, then hey. you check down underneath and you're hoping the guy's going to run yeah. for the first down. I, I do think I, – I don't think you design plays for him to go short of the marker. You're just leaving uh, somebody yeah. else yeah. underneath I, I think, I think what happens, safety valve. Yeah, I think what happens a lot of the time – you know, I think Jason Witten the other day, I think they had a – he had a, a play the other day that was a, it was a, a third and 11 and he got 12 on the play. Paul was thrown to him in the middle of the field. I think guys go past the markers. I think sometimes what happens to you is Prescott might be under a little bit of pressure. Guys have to come back to the football. Ball's not accurate. All of a sudden, Cole Beasley has run a route that on third and 16, he's 18 yards deep, and all of a sudden he has to make like a soccer goalie catch to his right, and it's now fourth and one. Mm-hmm. And, so, I, and uh, I think the other, t- the other thing you have to consider is when you're getting in third and long, you know, like – Third and seven and more. Yeah. yeah. Third and six, really, they, what it is. They, yeah. Teams have been blitzing. Yeah. And, and and when the wide receiver sees a blitz, they got to cut their route off. Ball's got to go can't keep, quick. Yeah, yeah, you can't keep running. So, That's absolutely right. So, you know, I think with Zeke back on the field, it'll it'll halt a little bit of that blitzing that's been going on. Um, and, and, or you'll make them pay a lot more than teams have been paying recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go to some of the things that are said in the locker room. And I thought Dak said a great quote yesterday that I really thought kind of – it says exactly what we've been saying, but it kind of emphasizes the energy that Zeke brings here. You know, he said it's something that we feed off of. It's something the crowd feeds off of. And I think the team feeds off the crowd getting excited over a Zeke eight-yard run because it's just so physical. It's simply a tempo setter. Gave me a great answer. Yeah. I love, the, I love that answer. Like, it, that's so – Must yeah. have asked a good question. Yeah. I just think that's so great because it's true. It's like, you know, not only is it good for the team, it's good for the fans. Well, when the fans are excited, that's even better for the team. It, it's like a cycle, you yeah. know. And just saying, hey, an eight-yard run gets people going because, you know, he's a threat on the field. He's always physical. He's always going to give you everything you got – and I, I thought that was awesome. So you asked that question, Rob. Yeah, and, he, and the other thing he said was it's it's an eight-yard run, and you think he's going to get three, and he winds up – he said it's like he bullies his way to five more yards. Right. And that's a mentality that kind of permeates the offense. It gets the defense fired up. I mean, it's just – he he just has that effect on the rest of the team. Yeah. It's, it's a mentality, you know. And, and not that the other backs haven't played well or run hard, but Zeke just brings something different that few backs in the league do with that type of approach. I think it's a trust, too. So he makes a difference is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Runner matters. Yeah. I think he makes the offensive coordinator better play caller myself. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, – and you know, Rod Marinelli could stand over there on the sidelines, and every time it's third and short and they just keep banging first downs out of the way and they keep going down the field. This It's very rare that a football team can run the football as well as Dallas does and score points. And when he was – when they were in that five and three mode – he, they were scoring a lot of points, and then he went away, and then what happened? They weren't scoring points. But, but like I say, it's very, very rare that you can just – because usually ball control, running the football, it takes so much time off the clock that you don't score You don't score that way. Well, the Cowboys do score. 
And that's and that, that 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 makes Rod Marinelli's job so much easier. Look what happened in the Kansas City game when they got the lead and they had the eleven point lead, able to play. You know, defense doesn't have to. You can ratchet your defense down. You can hold. You know, but if something happens, at least hey, we get the ball back. We'll you know we'll be okay. You know that that's kind of the mentality that they've. I taken. love hearing that. I mean, I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen. But we're going to get more to that. More to what is happening here, Zeke Week Watch that we have going on at the Star. That's next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is talking cowboys oh what about that papa john's pizza we could use some today some nice comfort food out here getting close to christmas because of the ingredients veggies always fresh hold never frozen and that pepperoni 100 pork and beef and made to usda standards and when you got ingredients like that you have better pizza and it's papa john's is it buy one get one Still. Okay, so good, because I have a little game, kind of prediction <laughs> game for us to play right now. It's Zeke-miss around here, obviously, that everyone's talking about. So I want each of you to give me one prediction for what you think Zeke could do in this game on Sunday. And you have to be pretty specific, because whoever wins, I promise you, I will get you a pizza the rest of the week, or the rest of the season. Whoa. One week. One week. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe two. Oh, yeah. Maybe three, four, five if we have playoffs. So all right. who wants to start their prediction? I'm writing it down. You guys are all listening. These guys are going to predict what Zeke could do on Sunday night, and whoever wins, or is even I'll even say close enough to but then, it. Then like like ten yards or one touchdown, one of those kind of things? Or? I mean, you know, you have, that's, to, you have, you to, have to be a little bit bold. A little bit bold? Be on. bold because, Mickey, aren't the ingredients in Papa John's pizza so bold? That's some bold pepperoni. That's all Bold pepperoni. Sausage is really good, too, though. I'll go first. Okay, Rob. I think they're going to go three for three in the red zone. Three for three in the red zone. All Zeke touchdown runs. All Zeke touchdowns runs. That's great. You're saying Zeke gets... 21 points on the day, 421. I love it. Have you been listening to me like when I watched the tape? No. I, I yell at Hellman every time that Seattle, when it gets to the one, Seattle loves to give up touchdowns on the one. <laughs> they really do. They just, whoever they hand it to, just goes right in the end zone. Right there. Yeah. And I, I was yelling at Hellman, I'm like, there we go. Another, another, another touchdown off the one. Just punch it in. Just punch it right in. <laughs> okay. So you're first for Zeke, Miss Rob. Who's next? Get it, Mickey? Yes. Okay. He will have the longest touchdown run since the suspension began for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And the longest one to date is 15 yards in mop-up time. Uh, was it against the Giants? No. Um, 
It was a toss sweep that went to uh, Rod Smith. Rod Smith, yeah, at the end of the game. It was the Giants. Giants, right, yeah. That was 15 yards, the longest one they've had? The next longest one. In the the six-game suspension. Yeah, the next longest one was Dak, 11 on the read option. Yeah. After that, it's 5-2-1-1-1. Wow. And do not tell me Zeke doesn't make a difference. Always. So he just has to – I like it because, okay, yes. He, and you're not allowed to steal my stats either for anything you write this week. Not me. You steal my stuff all the time. <laughs> I, I like that one because that kind of goes against yours, Rob, because it says if yours are all in the red zone, Mickey's saying, no, he gets one outside the red zone, goes long – he has to go over 15 yards for Mickey to win. Or maybe he'll stop at the one just for Rob. There we so go. There we go, oh, Mick. Have him, have him win. There you we know? go. But you said you did clarify. I'm writing this down. You said longest TD run. TD run. Okay, I'm ready for it. So it's it. more 15 yards, right? I like I like yes. this competition. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Brian. The Cowboys will be 100%. I'm stealing a little bit of Rob's thunder here, but the Cowboys will be 100% when they hand the football to Ezekiel Elliott on third and two or less. That's like that. I like that. When they hand the yeah. football to Zeke. Yeah. On third, three, third, third and two. two and less. And I'll even throw in fourth down on that. They will be 100%. If they have to go for it on fourth down and hand the ball. Get it to, every time. They're going to get it every single time. I think he's he's six for seven in eight games on third and one. I mean, yeah. he's he's money. So that's a good one. Okay, I know that you know things are starting to blur together. But last week when we saw the Raiders game, was that the first time we've seen the Cowboys go for it on fourth and one? During the suspension. Obviously, we saw it before oh. when Zeke was still back in the game. What other game did Garrett – did Garrett go for it against the Giants? When was that? Was that a – I know he didn't go against it. I want to say in the – Why am I – why am I – why am I just blurring on – Because you're here week 16 and yeah. you're barely yeah. able to think right now. So was no there? Was, but was there a game that they – Mickey and – I mean – I'm blanking on – I don't think they've done that. In that's this, what I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, during Zeke's – Washington – those games that they were winning, didn't Garrett? Why am I? Mi- no, I mean, I, guarantee I mean, there's, there's a game. That's what I just asked. Yeah, there's a game. I'm sure there was the thing on fourth down, or where Garrett went for it against Washington, or went for it against. Uh, like maybe they had to. Like yeah, like yeah. they had to. Where the wa- okay? Here's fourth down efficiency. There you okay, go. Perfect. Thank you. Way to go, Mickey. Way to have like a thousand uh, sheets of new. Uh, that's right. That's why you bring all this. And stuff. I'm with you on that. You're, you're way ahead of the game. The last time they went for it in fourth down and one was Washington. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. first time around. Yeah. Oh, the first time around. First time around. So they had they haven't made any attempts until Oakland. What about the play? Fourth the, and two oh, the Green Bay. against Washington. Fourth the second and, time. Fourth and two? And they didn't make it. Mm. I'm trying to remember the play. Yeah, I, I blank it on that, too. Fourth and three they tried. Oh, that was... Uh, they went for it on fourth down with a fake punt. That was uh, Denver. Yeah, they did. That's right. Wow. So it's been Washington uh, since the since the suspension, right? They went for it on fourth and six against Atlanta. Yeah. Fourth was... and six against Philadelphia. Well, that was because they were so far behind. Yeah. They were just trying yeah. to yeah. catch up. Yeah. yeah. So their their fourth down totals going for it this year, nine for seventeen. Thank you guys for playing that game because I'm what, very oh, you excited. Didn't, where, what's yours? You can no, buy no, no, it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm Santa here. Well, if you get it right, <laughs> we buy you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll give one right here. I'm writing it down so that because I want us. And you got to eat the whole accountable. Both of them yourself. I am not letting her eat a whole pizza by herself. Not when I'm. No, eat, I'm joining. Not, not when I can it eat. It is a piece. sweater weather, so I could just hide <laughs> it away, guys. No one would know. Bikini time. We have. We're plenty <laughs> far away from that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mickey. I'm glad you you said that. Okay, man. Because you guys counted a lot for it. Okay. I'm gonna say. Zeke doesn't have any touchdowns, Whoa. but Whoa. he gets them to the red zone every every series. Uh, every so, t- you know, what I'm saying is that, you know, maybe it's a red zone pass to Dez uh-huh. or, you know, at the one moment they get to Cole because Zeke's – but what I'm going to say is that Zeke has no touchdowns. No red zone. So you're going opposite of what? Yes. Rob's- He's going to get them there, but somebody else is going to punch it in. He's going okay. to get them there. All right. Well, I tell you, like I- it. Like you're buying pizza. 
Who, who's who's punching who's punching it in? I'm good with that. Uh, that that's why I'm kind who's, of yeah, who is pushing it in if I mean you're talking passes count, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just a touchdown. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's Beasley in the back of the end zone. Yeah, you know? it doesn't have to be rushing. I don't know. Screen. I think he's gonna make Cole Beasley look like a beast in this game. There you go. I get him going. He gets to the red zone, he's getting to the end zone. I know. Yeah. That but you know what? That was me kind of saying like yeah, it's the holiday spirit. You're you guys. All right. So, what do you think? How, how much do they use him? Oh, I think he's 25 plus. I think he, he could easily go over 150 in this game. Yeah. How about this one? You get. You, how about Dak with the 18 for 24 for 241 yards, two touchdowns? How about Zeke? 24 carries, 128 yards, one touchdown. I bet he gets 20 carries. Yeah, I'm going oh, – I, I say eight – how many did I say, 18? How many did I say? I said more than that, right? He's at 20, over 24. Yeah, 24, yeah. I'm going to go – I'm going to go their, their carries – okay, how about this? Carries more than over than completions. More carries or more completions? Which one are you going with? For – Zeke. Zeke's Zeke. carries, yeah. Dak's completions. Yeah, which one is going to be more? Dak's completions. I'll say Zeke carries because I'm banking on a close game or if the Cowboys are protecting a lead in the second half, then you start riding Zeke. And yeah. you start, I mean, he starts, he That's starts what Jacksonville trying, did. trying to Jacksonville wear him down in the second half. killed that game with Fournette. They just started handing him the ball, yeah. even on third. Oh, like they watched third, that tape. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always one of those guys that believes more Zeke carries than that completions is always a great combination for this football team. So then I bet you voted a certain answer for Rob's poll then. And how did he look to you guys? As far as like health-wise? Body-wise, yeah. I kind of think he looks the same, to be honest with you, Mick. He just doesn't have a beard anymore. I'm with you on that. <laughs> All this ridiculous stuff about looking like Adonis. Yeah. He looks like Zeke Elliott. Yeah. He's always been a kind of a thick guy. Yeah, but the hey, he wouldn't wear a crop top if he didn't have a good <laughs> yeah. right. no. body. To show I'm not off. saying he like got looking off. like Zeke's not a bad thing. What I'm saying, I'm is saying like, he's not. You know, everybody was worried he was going to be number one out of shape. Right, right. Until they they oh, he doesn't look like pictures. he doesn't look like Joe Looney. You know, with Joe Looney wearing the number twenty, <laughs> but he does, doesn't look like Adonis. Yeah, no, he looks the same. Yeah, I think. so I, I think he. I, I will say this though: the fact that he hasn't been hit for six weeks, I think, is a good thing. Let's oh, see. Yeah, you just yeah, you know, he kind of healed up a little bit. I mean, he was he was a guy kind of carrying the mail for you then that, that those first eight games. He actually said one of those court appearances he had after a thirty carry game helped him a little bit. That he you know from he a physical practice. standpoint that he yeah. wasn't practicing that yeah. day. gave him a little break yeah. physically. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm okay. Hand him the ball twenty four times. Let's I, say what we get. Hey, I am perfectly fine with that. Can I play another quick game before we get to the triple? Yeah, yeah. Just because we're on these uh, yes or no's. And this is we're gonna say you get to keep this gift or you're gonna send it off. I like it. Like, I give it back to Mickey. You can regift it. it. Re-gift. What's that? I'm gonna regift it. What I'm gonna it. say. Oh. So you're gonna either say yes to this or just give it to your mom. <laughs> give it to someone else. <laughs> give it to anyone else. All right. Zeke has 150 total yards. Total yards. Easy one. Giving you a softball. I'm taking that gift. I would take that gift. I'm gonna go under. But I think he's going to be well over 100 total. You don't think he's going to have the extra catch or that one-tooth catch? I, I could see him going 120, 130 all-purpose, but maybe not 150. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll take the 150. Ooh. You're going over. Okay. Three and one on that. Okay. Dak will return to Pro Bowl form with Zeke's appearance on the field. Who's playing on the offensive line? It's going to be, it's going to be Byron Bell. Yeah, let's say Byron Bell. Be a little realistic. I'm. I'm still. I'm gonna say. I'm I, taking that. I'll take that. I, I'll tell yeah. you what. I'm gonna. I'll ride that too because I think that. I think that if if it turns into, if it turns into to Dallas having success running the football, I think it helps them in other avenues. I think all of a sudden Seattle's so worried about that, and there they, there was a time where Seattle could cover and not worry about this. I think they have to worry about it now. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pro Bowl form. Yeah, that's why I said I thought the numbers, you know, for for Dak would improve. Does that mean he has like a hundred quarterback rating? I'm going to go in the 91 range, 92 range on that quarterback rating. But yeah, I, I think that I think that it helps. 
I do think it really does. If they can, if they can make Seattle totally commit to having to stop the run and can keep this rush. Now, if it flips the other way, get ready for a 69 rating or something like that. Because then it becomes then it becomes Mickey's worrisome part of can Byron Bell hold up? So yes or no? I said yes. <laughs> yes, all day. I said yes to start the game. Hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yes. Cowboys yeah. defense can contain Russell Wilson. I think that goes into what you just said. What is said. contain? Define contain. Contain means that that's not that's not your huge concern of the whole game. That he doesn't throw for three yeah. touchdowns and he's rushes for another Phillip, 85 yards? He's not having a Phillip Rivers day on this defense. Well, he won't have a Phillip Rivers day the way Phillip Rivers had. Yeah, it's pretty he, incredible. He may be the guy that runs all over the place and creates problems for you. I... I'm going to say I'm giving you that gift back. Ooh. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I think Dallas is going to win this game, but I think he's going to make his share of plays because he's really – he's not all they've got, but he's their focal point. So They sacked him seven times last week. It, it, you, you can only hope – you can only hope you get that much pressure. Oh, yeah, I'm worried about that. Yeah. You're giving that one back. Yeah. You're asking for the gift receipt on that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, making sure. Okay, last one, guys. Seahawks too banged up to even have a playoff push. That's reasonable for them. I am giving that gift back. I think they've got a lot to play for. Mm-hmm. And Rob said it earlier. They played a lot of big games. Pete Carroll is not going to let them come halfway across the country and, and lay down. They, 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 they were bad in that game against the Rams the other day at home. And that has to be in the back of their mind. But I, there's too many good players on this team. Especially the quarterback, we've talked about him, the safety, the defensive line. There's just too many players. Agreed. I'm giving yeah. it back. Yep. Get hey. that back. Yeah. Well, I'm so not... I, I got one for you. Yeah. Zeke talks after the game. Zeke talks after the game. Does he traditionally talk after the game? Yeah, he's usually the first one yeah, at his locker. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't go to the game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say yes. But I don't think he's ever not talked after a game. So, yeah. I'll take it. You want me to ask the follow-up question? Did that, did, how does it go? How does it go? I think it will go well. I'm going to ask you something today. Do you think Zeke talks today? No. 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 Do you think, do you think Zeke has a little bit of remorse for what happened yesterday with that whole thing? No. No. I don't think in a mean way, like, man, I'm so glad I did what I th- I think he honestly is focused on this week so much on the sure. game. No, he that, was told not to talk. Right. Yeah. I mean, but, but the why way- is that not obvious to everybody? Because it is to me. Am yeah. I stupid? No. no. I've seen this. They're trying to make money off a documentary, and yeah. they told him, do not talk about what you did, what went on, any of it. Yeah. Then that's a bad plan by his management. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what took place. Yeah. But he – I think that I think that from our standpoint, too, we don't need to be so antagonistic about it, the, the approach. You don't have to be contentious. Yeah, and I think, I, think a certain, true. I think a certain television personality in this local thing kind of gave it the, well, why not? And that Don't sh- be that guy. That shut it down right there. Yeah, don't be that guy. You have to be smarter with your interviewing skills. Sure. It's like I told the guys this morning. You know, if you're a, like an investigator yeah. for the police department, yeah. you pull somebody in, the first question is, did you do it? Yeah. No, you make small talk. You want a cup right? of coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, how you feeling? Yeah. What, what, a little nervous? Yeah. You know, whatever. Just yeah. small talk before you get to the question. Right. And then at least you would have had a story. Right. You know, he would have maybe said, yeah, I'm really glad to be here with, you know, it felt good to practice. Yeah. You know, hey, girly ran for two, uh, whatever. I, I, I told, I, and, yeah. and you, and what do you think? You got an opportunity I, to run? I think that's the, I think that's a perfect question. And then you get to the end and yeah. you go, okay, bring it up again. But, and if he says no, at least you've got something to give the fans. That's where, that's the problem with journalistic stuff today. Yeah. That we're looking for the, we're looking for the clip that's going to. Make the highlight. Right. And then the story, instead of being about him, became about, oh, the offended media. You know, yeah. we're yeah, offended. And that was wrong. I mean, it was wrong. just wrong. And I don't care if the media is offended. That's part of our job. Yeah. You've been, I mean, you're exactly right, Brian, on the fact that we're now so hungry for that clickbait yeah. of like, well, Zeke told me he's so ready to just go down the throats of Seattle. Yeah. And it's like, you want that. And that would have been fine if he would have said that. But don't ask him what he didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
It, and, you know, and you that's got that's on us. You got what you deserved. That's on us. We we need. And to. I know Rob thinks you were supposed to ask it, and I agree. You got to ask it, but there are ways to do it. I didn't disagree with you there. And and you know, you don't need to be contentious. Don't let your personal feelings get hurt. Well, hey, our feelings aren't hurt, but Rob, I'm sorry hurt? we heard your feelings ah, about no Twitter poll today. We'll Can you hold it for tomorrow? Because I think it's a Good Friday one, it's too. It's perfect. Yeah. So, guys, get to Twitter, vote Easter? now. You what? said Good Friday. I said it's a good one for Friday, oh, but it will be a good Friday of Zeke Miss Week. Join us tomorrow then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!